very very fortunate to have a great set of team experts advisors and i have to talk about you know having someone like rahul dravid uh, abhinav bindra pulela gopichand on our advisory board and i think with their kind of vision and uh, you know help such dreams can be dreamed pursuit of excellence uh, shrikant is 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 the different type of a madness even if you see what abhinav bindra india's only individual olympic gold medalist did his 20 years he had just a single minded focus to get the olympic gold for india hey listeners thank you for joining back continuing with the first year anniversary celebration of inspire someone today wherein i am bringing four back to back episodes this month i hope you got inspired by major day pissing last week joining me today is a young change maker and sports administrator coming from a place known as scotland of india and having a grand vision of making an impact to indian sports It's my privilege to host the energetic and wonderful Deepthi Bopaya on this show. Nation building to sports. Deepthi, thank you so much for taking time and joining. Thank you so much, Shikan. That's a lovely introduction. Thank you so much for even mentioning where I'm from <laughs> originally. Um, sport is pretty much in our blood, so thank you for that introduction. Well. How does it feel to be a celebrity sports administrator and a young change maker? I am a sports administrator for sure. I don't know if I'm the celebrity. I think our athletes are the celebrities, and uh, with their journeys, we get the opportunity to also shine. I think so. Uh, it's a win-win, and I guess that's where uh, we've been able to, uh, at least for me personally, uh, the last uh, nine years and stepping into my tenth year now has just been fascinating because. I've not just grown from the work stand of standpoint, but also purely from as an individual, right? All the different experiences, the different athlete lives that we've been part of, over two hundred athletes that we've interacted with, each and every one of them with very different journeys, very different backgrounds, circumstances, ecosystems, families, structures. I think uh, it's it's been truly humbling and a fascinating uh, experience for me. Wonderful! You did touch upon your fantastic journey from being an ex-banker, an athlete yourself, and the last decade has been nothing but a big, big change both for you professionally as well as personally. Again, for the benefit of all of our listeners, help us relive this journey of yours from 2012 onwards, and also to this, help us to introduce what Go Sports is all about. Yeah. So. i was um, you know like a regular kid uh, from a middle class family who was always told that uh, and i come from a family where my parents always said you should play sport and just coming from the region of kurg we mostly are in sports or we are in the forces you know that's typically the trajectory or very few people are actually taking care of uh, the coffee estates back home so i think sport was very much ingrained because my parents played sport my mom uh, was a mountaineer my dad was a tennis player so my sister and i played basketball and tennis and it was always about learn a sport learn the lessons of sport 
it was never about being the best in that sport right it was about playing it was of participation and uh, while we started performing well and doing well in the different competitions i think there came a time where we had to not pursue that further and the regular mode of studying and figuring out what we're going to do to be settled in life right have be independent in life that is something that um, actually came about and that's when you know i went and did my mba in symbiosis pune and uh, i had campus placements in hsbc and i was with them for 6 years and it was an incredible 6 years for me for me uh, you know being in hsbc for 6 uh, years was a fantastic time it taught me a lot about the corporate world about systems about processes about how to manage relationships because i was in the wealth management team and then i was a trainer for 2 years so i kind of dabbled in multiple things in the bank and uh, i had great mentors and bosses over there who were very encouraging and which is why i grew pretty fast in the bank as well but uh, mm-hmm. every day i would wake up and figure that okay what am i really going to do in life what is my purpose how am i really helping helping anyone and what am i adding in terms of to the society and then i started looking up at different options and obviously sport was at the heart of everything that i did i continued playing sport I definitely wanted to keep that at the center of everything that I do but then uh, 2012 Olympics was a turning point for me we had this uh, little discussion back in office and everyone kept talking about how Indians don't have it in us to be good in sport you know we are more the brain people we are not the physical people we don't we don't have that human spirit to really go and beat the best in the world and and it really bothered me you know it bothered me that why are we speaking like this about ourselves right i mean why are we thinking that we can't do it we pretty much crack every other space in in every sector so why not sport so what is the real reason behind it and that's when i started doing a lot of research and i obviously came across go sports as one of the organization there they were a bangalore based organization at that point of time managing very few athletes but what completely resonated with me was what my trustees had as a vision for the foundation you know of empowering india's future olympians and i think that to do that you have to put in some systems in place and for me that is what intrigued me and got me to go sports and um, you know from there there's been really no looking back uh, i had given myself one year saying that worst case if i don't do this i'll come back to banking or i can find another job but i think today when it's my ninth year and i'm still thoroughly enjoying it and i still feel the same level of passion uh, and i just feel there's so much more to do even though we've come so far that's been a really exciting phase go sports primarily is an organization which you know supports young talented athletes in the olympic and paralympics space in through our work we uh, you know extend support for better health well-being of athletes and we really want to create a level playing ground for all genders to really meet and be get to the best of their potential now their best could be an asian games could be a commonwealth games could ultimately be the olympics or the paralympics medal but even to become an olympian it is a very very difficult journey and there are so many sacrifices these young athletes their parents their families make they don't live normal lives for sure they don't live normal kids lives or going to school and coming back they're pretty much 
working hard for almost 10 to 12 to 15 hours you know a day and trying to pack in everything possible so our job at the foundation is really to ease that entire process and give them all the access of experts to get to the next level uh, we really are the support team and we complement the efforts of the government and you know the federations and the sports authority of india i think that's really our role as go sports uh, from a large theme shrikant something i you know want to really highlight is as an organization you know a lot of people feel like oh you're a sports foundation but i think what we're really attempting to do is create role models for india we're using sports as a vehicle we believe that we are what we repeatedly do and excellence is not an act but a habit and for that to happen for that to really quantify into any measure you have to first have a pathway you have to create that level playing ground and you have to give a talented child or athlete an opportunity to excel and uh, that's why we exist that's what we do and uh, that's what we're really looking for india to shine on a global stage and put india on a world sporting map wow putting india on the world sporting map and what also intrigued me deep as i heard you was one you were caught in the whole thought process of okay how do i find my passion and once you found this passion you had this bigger than life kind of a vision to say that making excellence to sports as a vehicle right did it even scare you saying that i am signing up for such a large vision i don't know how to kind of go about doing this but when you do it it has such a profound impact like you rightly said both on the country and as well as the individuals yes it i mean when we set out i think like i said we very very fortunate to have a great set of team experts advisors and i have to talk about you know having someone like rahul dravid uh, abhinav bindra pulela gopichand on our advisory board and i think with their kind of vision and uh, you know help such dreams can be dreamt <laughs> so i think we 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 have had access to people like this to help us dream and help us think of the possibilities and along the way different people have come and joined this this mission uh, i think a large part of where we are at go sports is because of the different people who've uh, come and joined and given us their expertise given us their support our head of sports science is john gloster he was with the indian cricket team for many years and he actually also transformed how we look and manage athletes uh, you know how do you prevent injury rather than managing the injury right what are the systems and processes that you need to put in place uh, and got us this entire network of experts across the world you know from a sports science setup then we had uh, somebody like unmish patsarthi who is helping us with our strategy who's also on our steering committee who helps us think through how we can be a world class organization how we should really try and think out of the box so i think this vision we could dream it because of the people with us uh, shrikant otherwise uh, it's very it's a very tough thing to believe that what you're doing can impact the nation but i think the athletes need majority of the credit they show us possibilities they show us what's not possible and they do it every single day and uh, through so much of challenge and to a large extent for many years it was despite the system right they would make it despite the system but today because right. things have changed 
people have come together organizations like us exist the ministry the tops everybody has started collaborating and talking to each each other and keeping the athlete at the center of things i feel a lot of that has has uh, really changed and we as a nation are able to dream big and you know just adding to that if you actually see the whole corporate social responsibility today actually has training towards olympic paralympic and rural sport as a mandate or nation building so it is something that even the government and uh, you know our leadership of india has realized how sport can make that impact it's not just about education or you know empowerment but this is empowerment through sport and nation building through sport so yes lot of different people who've come into our journey our own team uh, you know different people who've been part of it in the last 13 years who've got us to where we are i would say so it's a combination i don't think it's one person's uh, effort i've had the great opportunity of leading the foundation but only because of all the support and the team that we've had so ultimately it's a team sport even in matters like this when you have a bold vision you need a team around you to achieve that bold vision absolutely <laughs> and what's very heartening to hear uh, deepthi is also the fact that sports now has become mainstream to the extent that the government recognizes that the csr activities can fund olympians and uh, this is a big big recognition to bring sports into the mainstream yes that's a big one because traditionally if you even look at our country not even traditionally i think that's a wrong word to use but if you actually look at the structure of uh, india there are so many other aspects to take care of right there's basic education healthcare and all these aspects to be taken care of and in a time like this with covid we just realize how much more of the healthcare aspects need to be uh, upgraded so when you look right. at sport you consider this as a luxury you don't consider this as an important aspect but today if you see if you have lived a healthy lifestyle if you have to some extent you know taken care of yourself and your health you have managed to keep the virus away to some extent not in all cases but in a in a majority of cases so i think health and the culture of sport for the country itself just everyone playing everyone active everyone healthy and i think the government over the last um, few years have been talking about you know khelo india and talking about uh, how fit india movement and you know really trying to get sport at the heart of our conversations uh, so i think that has been really really beneficial so when people start playing training in their own little communities and then they see a star coming out of their own community they know what are the possibilities right if you think of someone like a deepa karmakar she sits in the northeast region of our country uh, she's picked up a sport like gymnastics she's finished fourth at the olympic final and she's a girl she's broken all logic of what we had that is not possible right true so so for us that is fascinating to be part of such journeys to be really i mean even if there's a 1% involvement in such an athlete's journey gives us great satisfaction and i think uh, that is why we uh, strive to do what we do and we also have found passion in our work it's wonderful wonderful to hear such stories and wonderful what change in mindset can do right and uh, talking about change in mindsets what we have seen off plate over the last few years is the mindset shift in our indian athletes 
like you rightly said going there just as uh, participants in lot of the olympics to really world beaters to really having that kind of a stuff in them saying that we can take on any challenge and we can come out uh, winners yeah how did this transformation happen what, what do you think are the three four things that has made the indian at least the indian sports person to demonstrate that kind of a uh, win at all cost kind of an attitude yeah i think that's a fantastic observation and a question i would say because in the last 8 years if i take two olympic cycles the conversations with our athletes have changed today when we you know so we have a process where athletes apply for our scholarships we have a 100 day process to pick an athlete because we know we're going to work with them for a really long period it's not like you're just buying them shoes or sending them for a competition it's a holistic program managing end to end uh, and at the end of it we have this interview that we do with all the shortlisted athletes and then choose who we want to work with and that is a really fascinating set of interviews because that is that i've seen change year on year on year where an athlete used to say i want to be an olympian i want to be the first olympian from my village or from my state and to today saying i want to be the first olympic medalist from my uh, state right or from my village or for, for india in that particular sport so i think the ability to dream big and if i can go further and say this is something with the youth of our country just the sure belief that we can compete with the best in the world i think that confidence uh you whether you see it in entrepreneurship whether you see that in sports whether you see that in just the number of youngsters doing incredible stuff right as change makers and today they're not just only thinking about profit but they're thinking about profit about passion about purpose they're thinking about all the three important p's which is very critical which uh, probably even 15 years back it was get a job settle down do your regular thing and you know wait for yourself to go <laughs> right i mean i'm putting it very very bland in that sense but i'm saying yeah. that was the trajectory right True. but today today there is this zid i would say in in hindi i can't think of a word in there is this passion, passion. and uh, passion yeah yeah passion and and also a a force within right a strength to say that so what if i come from a small town if i am really talented and if i get the opportunity i will shine and that's where you're seeing so many firsts in the last decade right you're seeing so many firsts from india in sport uh, in fact the olympic contingent uh, this time has india's first fencer to qualify in you know in a sport like fencing uh, bhavani devi we've been working with her for the last 6 years uh, it's not a mainstream sport she comes from a comes from chennai but studied in a government school is a temple priest daughter took up fencing and today the first indian to qualify for fencing right uh, it, it's such a different sport who will even think india has you know can can produce fencers and then we have india's first female uh, sailor who's qualified sailing again you know these are strength sports these are skill based sports uh, everything changing but but just the whole whole life cycle of of a young indian today is very very different the trajectory is very different they are bold uh, passionate and they want to make things happen for themselves so the head, headline there is young india is bold passionate and wanting to break barriers absolutely and for somebody who is watching all of these things up close 
what are your views on this whole subject of sports as a vehicle for excellence what comes to your mind so the reason why we say that is to get to the top it is a, like i mentioned earlier it's a very difficult journey and it's not a journey you can manage on your own because there's so many components that need to come together especially if you're training for high performance sport there are so many sacrifices that you need to make as a as an athlete to get to the top you probably have to wake up every single day for 15 years continuously at a particular time train at a particular time eat a particular food uh, you know it so so that pursuit of excellence uh, shrikant is 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 a different type of a madness even if you see what abhinav bindra india's only individual olympic gold medalist did his 20 years he had just a single minded focus to get the olympic gold for india right that's all he did for 20 years to get there and 20 years is pretty much half of your life to some extent yeah. right <laughs> so how do you deal with that so we want to you know ensure that anybody who a has the talent who wants to pursue this get to the highest level in sport they should get the platform and it is very very similar to education why are so many corporates why do all of us in different capacities support education of children we support them because we feel their tomorrow is going to be better and what has really changed in india is today if you can think of a career in sport you can say you're a professional you know cricket was always there but there was always cricket only for the top 20 people or the playing 11 right but today with the ipl and all the other formats that have come in cricket is you know even at a team level you're you're able to have a career in sport right so i think today you can actually go to a family uh, gathering and say i'm a professional badminton player nobody is going to ask you okay so what do you really do in life like what do you do so i think that has definitely changed i see that closely uh, parents are far more open parents are ready to invest a uh, time effort money into the process and i think what is the most exciting part of this entire journey is the process the process of seeing them transition from a junior level to an intermediate level and then to an elite level i think uh, the process and not the outcome is what we focus on uh, we believe and with all our mentors and our advisory board we believe that we need to focus on putting the system the process in place the results will come the results may take 5 years 8 years 12 years you know paris is a good indication for us to see how all the efforts in sport has come through to some extent it's a first level check i think because maybe in the last 6 years there's been some regular kind of effort and support that's been put in from different organizations from the government so i i feel that the pursuit is the most exciting part while the medal will change the possibility and the hope of what it means to the nation what it means to youngsters to dream big but like always we need to we need to first think about the today and how to manage the today and what the dream is and what are the step that's uh, nice to hear deepthi i think one of the challenge i foresee managing a large scale uh, project or a mission like this is the question of uh, leaking pipeline right you have Sports of a sports person coming from say a district level to a state, state to the national uh, circuit. 
But how do you ensure to kind of manage the leaking pipeline that you don't lose top performers from dif- different arenas into the mainstream who can be potential medal winners or who can be potential role models, if not anything else? Yeah, I think that's a big gap uh, for the sporting ecosystem in some sense because you are even even at an organization level, we are picking athletes from a national level, right? We haven't even gone into the state. And when we started the foundation, we we did a bit of research at that point of time and we realized that almost 80% of young athletes drop out of sport from a state level. 80%, right? And this wow. was 13 years back. Maybe that number has probably gone to about 60, 65%. But that was a huge number. We've probably lost some Olympians and Paralympians in the in the process right because there was no uh, structured way of transition so the way to manage that piece is again showing the possibility of i think for every parent in india or for anyone uh, who looks at a career in sport they are wondering if i don't make it what happens to me right and what is my alternative or what is my backup plan and i feel that is something that in india we need to do better because most athletes tend to drop out of education to pursue sport or uh, they don't complete sometimes their 10th, 12th, they jump uh, into all of these things. Uh, but what is interesting is, in fact, I'm part of this committee, which is the National Sports Education Board. The government is trying to create this so that young children who want to pursue sport can do sport and education. Because today, when you think about sport they're only thinking about an athlete but for example today you can be an administrator like what i'm doing you can be a sports administrator you can be a physiotherapist you can be a sports scientist you can be a nutritionist you know a sports psychologist there's just so much avenue in sport itself so it doesn't have to be at just athletic performance so i think a more awareness about that about careers in sport to maybe school children to young people trying to decide what careers they want and especially showing them that there's so much more that you can achieve even by just playing a sport even if anybody who's played sport at a school level or a college level they always remember those memories because you've learned so much of life lessons through sport right so i think uh, that piece is very critical um, so maybe more awareness more storytelling more role models to share their journey and that's a piece that we also you know have as one of our objectives in the foundation which is inspiration how can you inspire more and more kids uh, you know to take up sport you don't have to be the best in the world but by you playing sport you real, you know you have a structure in life you think you have to organize your day you ha- you'll stay out of crime and drugs and everything else possible you know you you learn how to fail uh, you learn how to get up immediately after you fall down and it's a you know the next point is a is a new opportunity again so i think uh, there's a there's multitude of uh, reasons of uh, you know why every child uh, should play sport to open their minds up and for life great we are right at the middle of the show so deepthi are you ready for the rapid fire questions yes i i, I hope so <laughs> Okay, my first question to you, Deepthi. If you are the sports minister, what are the three things that you would change? I would definitely put in the system on uh, sport and education at the earliest, where kids in school can 
be part of this curriculum or this board where they can pursue both simultaneously it's not a choice i would put in an entire program on scouting uh, from the remotest parts of uh, india to pick up uh, some really good talent uh, from based on the regions they come from and um, i would also spend a lot of time in trying to tell stories of our former athletes and winners and their trajectory and also attempt to change their trajectory going forward you know if they are champions already uh, i believe that athletes have two careers i mean two lives one while they're playing and one after they play so how do you ensure that both aspects are taken care of and no champion uh, who's played for the country has to ever struggle about life after sport i would try and look at these three these are the three things coming at the top of my mind <laughs> okay one skill deepthi has picked two sports there's so many shrikant one skill is i think that it's okay to fail where does deepthi go for her motivation my motivation comes from i think my parents and my sister my family first motivation and the second motivation is really uh, anybody who's doing anything passionately motivates me whatever that you're pursuing if you're doing it with passion i think that's a direct sense of motivation for me and i know it's rapid fire but just sharing this with you that i actually there's this uh, young kid called chetan who runs a blood donation organization he started it when he was 15 years old and uh, today he's created a database of 1 lakh people across india who uh, can you know just directly go there and find blood and so i've had through this journey an opportunity to just meet such amazing people doing such amazing things that i i don't think i have a situation ever where i'm i'm lacking motivation so i i am glad and i hope it stays that way <laughs> i i think you're in the well of motivation yeah <laughs> my next question deepthi what would you tell rahul dravid that you haven't already told him I I believe that Rahul can impact many many more lives than what he's already doing. My last question in the rapid fire round: talent to watch out for. I, I mean, the sporting talent that you see is the next uh, sporting hero of our country. So I mean, there are a bunch of them. Honestly, Shikant, I can't take one name, but I think there is this one kid called Jeremy who's a weightlifter. he's somebody to look look out for you have bhavani devi who's again getting into her first olympics somebody to watch out uh, you have uh, satvik and chirag who's india's uh, doubles men's team young boys who've actually made it to the olympics this time uh, they're dub- they they're, they're in the top 10 in the world they're doubles players they also are from the foundation there's another girl to look out for called meera bai chanu again a weightlifter and a medal prospect for Tokyo so i think there are a bunch of them and especially shooting in in shooting you have almost seven or eight names that i can take so I, and i think that's the best part about indian sport today there's not that one but there is at least 25 talents to watch out for i think that's wonderful news problem of plenty for a country like ours is always good news exactly <laughs> great wonderful going on the rapid fire section deepthi thank you so much so we will check along to the last segment of our show so we'll continue with uh, some more questions from your experience yeah for a lot of the listeners out here who would want to build a career in sports 
how would one go about doing that deeply so i think gone are those days where people felt that i should have had some sport experience to work in sport i think today there are different types of organizations uh, right from uh, you know foundations like ours to the business side of sport which is talent management companies to brand management to uh, you know different organizations uh, today where you can actually work so whether you worked in corporate uh, it doesn't mean if you come to sport then you know i i don't know what i'm going to do because i don't have the experience but if you're an if you're a software engineer you can definitely come into the analytics side of it in the technology side of sport uh, you know we're all looking into high performance we're taking in data, so much of data today and looking at data to really improve the performance side of it so there's a bunch of things that if people want to get into sport the only advice i would give is which area of sport excites you is it rural uh, sports for development is it elite sport high performance or is it the business of sport i think if if you can research on that piece of which part of the spectrum of sport excites you i think you'll you'll find your answer and you there will be opportunities available and one of the things in the sporting arena deepthi is there's so much of projects so much of initiatives that gets launched right you mentioned about fit india the olympic gold quest so on and so forth so what from your lens you see are some of the key things that one need to do to sustain these initiatives i think a large part of sustenance comes from funding shrikant all of this sounds very great uh you know mm-hmm. the passion and everything that we have can sound very great but if there's nobody funding it it'll all come crashing down so i think sustenance happens only with uh funding and i think thanks to csr there is a vertical of funding that has actually started coming in uh from different different corporates who believe that they can create impact by using their csr funds in sport so for me the number one thing would be really sustenance is equal to funding today uh, because there are enough and more passionate people there are people with great ideas there are people who want to change things who will make an impact but how do you do it if you don't have the money for it right so i think our early days were quite a struggle because we had to find people who believed in sport who understood sport and you'll talk to them you know work with them and then you may get some donation right which was very significant at that point of time but today if you're talking about for example even at the foundation we have 120 athletes uh, each of them have a yearly scholarship and each of them have different needs now to sustain that itself you need a significant amount of money i mean 120 is close to some of the other countries contingents are 120 uh, you know athletes it requires people who who can run the show and execute it and it also requires money to sustain otherwise it will be a two year three year thing you do it well and then it's a property it's not a legacy hmm. i i think that's what will uh, happen then so how can we get involved do our bit of it you can get involved through your time through your expertise by donating to us by connecting us to different people by telling stories by sharing uh, stories of these uh, you know athletes in different formats so whether you're a doctor lawyer engineer it doesn't matter if you want to support us we will find a way to see how we can bridge the two aspects and uh, you know we can take it forward and you can reach out to me you know on my uh, email id or my handles and be very happy to 
take the conversation forward but there is a misconception that how do i support a sports organization with what i do you can still support irrespective of your career you can still be part of all these journeys in your own way so please reach out <laughs> i think we all have a wonderful opportunity here to join hands with go sports in creating role models who are leaving a legacy for themselves and for the rest of the country so thanks for the invitation deepthi thank you so much so deepthi you did mention about uh, working with stalwarts of the sporting industry sporting uh, world not necessarily just within india but uh, across the globe if there are things that you have learned working with the likes of uh, abhinav binza gopichand rahul dravid or the likes of them what would be those two or three uh, big takeaways that you have had so far okay if i have to go in terms of uh, each person and 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 today abhinav actually runs his own foundation he's no longer an advisor at go sports but he's very much connected to you know our growth so far and continues to give us his support wherever necessary but abhinav's sheer determination i think he's truly one of one of his kind uh, he is india's only olympic gold medalist that is already making him really special but i think his sheer dedication and his ability to now come and give back and really making a successful uh, career of the second half of his life on 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 creating an ecosystem and giving back and he's investing into sports science centers he's wants to develop the grassroots sport he's running his own foundation he's you know supporting young talent i think that in itself is is fabulous and just his sheer determination and focus once he picks up a goal then he will do everything to make it happen i think that that is really inspiring to me uh with uh, gopi his humility is something that unbelievable if i can say because he's probably got so much knowledge and so much information and so much of depth of what all he's done over the years and all his struggles and you know to to really uh you know people think that if you're in sport and you want to be a fighter you have to be this aggressive person and i think uh, gopi just shows that you don't need to be that <laughs> aggressive person you can still be a world beater and you can beat the chinese on the court but you don't have to be aggressive and you can keep the humility very well intact so i think that for me is a big uh, takeaway with rahul i think uh, his approach to anything even when we started the rahul dravid athlete mentorship program uh, you know we initially were talking about doing multiple athletes and we pick them up and do that he's like no let's get it right first let's pilot it let's work with three let's get the model right we'll speak to them we'll understand what is really required and then take up the scale if required and even the scale mm-hmm. is never 100 200000 it is 20 athletes that who make that program right i think that is a very different way of looking at things what do what you do but do it so well that you set the standard so high which then inspires somebody else to do it better or you know again the whole the whole thought process on excellence and with each of them in their own way what i have learned is that piece right whatever you do you have to do it at a global standard you're not even competing with someone here you're doing it 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 has to be the first of its kind so i think that is something with all of them it's it's been such an honor and privilege and sometimes i keep thanking all the stars and gods and everything around that i got this opportunity to 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 be able to even have these conversations and obviously 
my trustees and Nandan, who's our managing trustee, has been very, very supportive about creating that platform, even for someone like me to go and, you know, do all of this with Go Sports. So I think um, it's it's teamwork, like you said, right? Every single person has been critical to where we are and what we do. No, that's wonderful. These are great lessons for each one of us to learn as well, because the benchmark is no longer just at a state or a national level, it's international level. And how do we both in the sports world as well as in the corporate world and even in our own personal world, how do you kind of up that benchmark to international gold standards? Correct. So if Deepthi were to have a billboard message, what would that billboard message have? I think uh, I always go by this quote of uh, find a job you love and you never have to work another day. And you are leaving example of that. Uh, yeah, that and uh, the Mahatma Gandhi's quote, which is be the change you wish to see. I think that also is, uh, these two quotes are very, very, I mean, I resonate to both of them a lot. So Deepthi, I think you have shared quite a lot of interesting nuggets, quite a lot of uh, lessons for all of us here. In closing, uh, this is Inspire Someone Today, all about creating ripples of inspiration. What would be your Inspire Someone Today message for all the listeners out here? First of all, Srikant, it's a fascinating podcast you've started. Something that we can keep listening to every time we want to get motivated. All these different people who've come on your platform and their journeys also are so inspiring. And sometimes, you know, we always feel that, uh, do I know enough people who can inspire me, right? But if you actually look around, there are so many people who can inspire us and who can get us to think very different from our own little boxes. So I think that's what your podcast does. It's giving an opportunity for everyone to really look at what are the possibilities in their life, personally, professionally. I mean, I always say it's one life. It's not personal, professional, what you do. <laughs> you can't break it up into two things. But I'm so glad that someone like you with all your corporate experience is uh, creating this platform to really support and help different people and give them these perspectives because I think perspectives is what we all need the most just to reiterate some of our own belief systems right because all our upbringings have been so different uh, our experiences have been so different so something like this uh, and the range of speakers you've had I think gives everyone an opportunity to think beyond their belief system and open their mind very very kind of you you're the second guest whom I have uh, read about having that aha moment when you were at the Everest Base Camp. What is so special about Everest that gets the best out of people? You know, so when I quit uh, the bank, one of the things I did before I quit is once I move out of corporate, what are the things I want to do? And I had written there as Everest Base Camp because two of my batchmates from Simbi started this company called Adventure Pulse. And, uh, you know, they also joined HR jobs and they hated it. And then they decided to pursue their passion. And they said, we are going to climb Everest. I said, climb Everest is obviously not going to happen, but can we do Everest Base Camp? That's what they started with doing. So I think even over there, uh, Shrikant, it, the entire journey is what is special. The minute you land on the base camp, you feel a sense of achievement, but you realize that, okay, it's base camp. but what you what I remember today is every single day what we climbed, how much we climbed, what did we do, the process of those 14 days. It was not when you reached thing, which is very much like sport, right? The outcome is not in your hand. The medal is not in your hand. 
the process is in your hand and i think more than physically challenged me it mentally challenged me there were moments where in fact i had a really bad injury on day 2 my knee started swelling up on day 2 so i had to reach in the night and keep my leg up and for many times the team i was with they kept telling me that do you want to do you want to not do this it's fine it's totally fine and i was like no way i mean i've decided i'm going to do it so uh, no matter what uh, you know i i i'm going to go and i think that's something about what my mum was also mountaineer and her times without any facilities she's actually climbed some of the mountains wow uh, yeah so i was like no for my mum i have to do this so it was there were times where you were just probably walking alone so your mind is just telling you why are you putting yourself through this this is not even required right why are you going through this hardship this cold this pain for what but um, i think that was one of the most uh, challenging things that i've ever done or will ever do in my life <laughs> so very uh, special really special so one of the things uh, deepthi is unsung heroes of our indian sporting history any names that come to your mind that you would want to share with us today multiple uh, you know unsung heroes but you have someone uh, i won't say unsung but unknown i would say they are not known for example there's uh, supriyo mondal uh, he is actually a fisherman's son and he comes uh, from a small uh, town in kolkata and he used to swim in the lake and uh, he took part in one of the state competitions because he was swimming really well someone guided him and his uncle told him go take part he was so good he won and then we relocated him to bangalore 9 years ago and when he came he was malnutritioned he couldn't speak english we were like let him play sport let him continue swimming he's a good swimmer he may win a national medal for a few years i think that's where the power of sport comes in that today he has a job uh, he earns money he's become a breadwinner of his family uh he managed to uh, during rio get his b qualification uh for the olympics for swimming uh he may never go to the olympics but the fact that he's traversed that journey and uh, he's not going to go back to being a fisherman he has broken the circle of poverty already for his family and his future generations and that is the power of sport and uh, i think which is where the whole united nations uh sustainability Deve- development goals fully match because that's exactly what they're saying right to change livelihoods to take them out of poverty we do all of that through sport supriyo comes to my mind another fantastic example and something we should all be very proud of is rani rampal she is actually a cart puller's daughter from haryana and uh, her father used to probably earn 250 or 300 rupees a day on a good day and uh, she used to play for the uh, junior uh, state level team hockey she was 15 when she got into the national team but when she got in there it was so difficult obviously for her parents to support anything she was one of our first scholarships that we got gave you know i, I remember at that time it was 6000 rupees a month but she suddenly became the breadwinner of the family at, at 15 right and today she's built her own house she supports many young uh, hockey players and she's india's hockey team captain taking the team to olympics this year so she's uh, incredible uh, athlete and role model for everyone to, to for the power of sport uh, coming from a region like haryana 
uh, where you know there is so much female infanticide happening like all all those logic my attempt is really to share these stories so that even corporates sitting on csr committees understand that oh, po- powerful I, i literally have goosebumps here as i listen to rani's story this is wonderful story i i think like you rightly said the csr impact is just not about giving that money and just forgetting about it it is the larger livelihood that you are changing and thus also helping in creating a legacy for the country deepthi it's been a wonderful privilege for me to host you on this show thank you so much for taking time and sharing what you are doing recoursing the charter for indian sports and indian sporting legacy thank you so much for what you are doing and good luck in all all your future endeavors thank you so much rikan thank you Thank you for listening into today's edition of Inspire Someone today. It's been a privilege to bring in these conversations. If you like this episode and have any feedback or comments, do mail me at inspire someone today podcast at the rate gmail.com. Inspiring someone is like creating ripples around us. If you like what to listen, feel free to share them and let's create ripples of inspiration. Do not forget to follow me on my Instagram handle at the rate inspire someone today podcast for all the latest updates this is shrikant your host signing off and until next time keep inspiring